I've got something for you. And good evening and welcome to the Roto Slappers podcast uh, presented to you exclusively right now on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Um, it is Saturday night. We're here for some football and you know I am not alone. So let me bring in the one, the only, the host, the king of the Tim King show. Banger after banger after banger. After banger, the one and only Tim King. <laughs> what is going on, streets? Thanks for having me back on Roto Slappers. Pumped to be here to talk some wide receiver dynasty tiers, man. Thanks for having me back, dude. Oh, you're welcome. Every time we do this, so you don't even have to say thank you. You know that by now, but yeah, good stuff. Saturday night, having some fun. We finally, the White Sox finally won. After Scored him. a bunch of runs again. The pitching held up. That was good. That was good. White Sox. Yeah, the important side. Fuck, fuck the blue side. The White Sox, the important side. <laughs> we say the pitching held up to like six, five runs or something like that. Still, <laughs> still, it was still bad, but at least it, it held up, we can say, quote, unquote. But, uh, yeah. So, what a wild week. I don't even – tomorrow – oh, Monday night, 8.30, Standard Central Time, p.m., Roto Slappers – Fantasy Baseball Podcast with uh, Big Texas, Blake Kendrick himself. We will wrap up another wild week in Fantasy Baseball, and we will preview you for the upcoming week in Fantasy Baseball. Um, so make sure you stay tuned for that. <laughs> but tonight we're here to talk about the wide receivers. Dynasty, league, ranking, or tiers we can call it, wide receivers too. Um the draft is very close. We're inching, inching closer. We're getting ready for all of our rookie drafts here. About to get underway. How many days are we away from the draft? 20, um, 19, about 19. I think the draft is on the 27th, I want to say. We're about 19 days away. Ooh, we're right there. I mean, we are right, right there. So uh, a lot of startups going on right now still, though, uh, for fantasy football. We just didn't – We didn't, well – it feels like we just did one. It's actually a little while ago now when we did one. But I see the trades keep popping up every three seconds now in those leagues with our shared team. <laughs> Trying yeah, to you're, you're cooking something, huh? Are you cooking something up? No, it's just back and forth between Maddie, Daddy, and I. And it's um, it's not going to go anywhere. I told him exactly what I want, and I'm not going to budge. What I want is what I want. And if I don't get what I want, I'm not going to make the trade. And it's, it's that simple. I'm not going to take out Travis Kelsey for – Evan Ingram. Why would I do that? Kelsey is the key piece. We are win now. If you want Amara St. Brown, come and get him. Give me <laughs> Travis Kelsey, though. Give me Juju, though. And give me Kenny Pickett, all right? I'll give you two-thirds with it. If you want it, come get it. So that's what I'm working, and I'm not doing anything less than that three-for-one. I love it. I had to, I wanted to go there just to get you fired up a little bit on that one and see and see your take. But anyway, for, for people who don't know, we share a team in this league, Tim and I. So we're co-owners of um, this team. It's the first time we're doing this, so this should be interesting. But if yeah. there's anything I trust when it, for Tim, it's trading. So I don't even I don't even blink an eye. Like I just see the the alerts popping up. Like I see the stuff that's going back and forth, and I'm like, ah, he's got it. 
and uh, in in the draft startup, I'm a quarterback taker for sure, and an early tight end taker. And well, our quarterback situation is Matthew Stafford and Ryan Tannehill, and our tight end situation is Dawson Knox and Robert Tunyon. So streets push for skill players. It is a four flex league and That's super flex on top of it. So like you know, having a lot of skill players is important for sure. So if I'm I'm working a little tight end quarterback trade for Amon Ra, that's what I'm doing right now. Maddie Daddy, you're watching. Hit that line. I know you want it. I know you want it. Speaking of Amon Ra, that is a perfect, perfect segue into the dynasty tiers. Um, so let's get that started. Also, oh, I am drinking. I'll plug it again. I plug this now like every Saturday night at this point until they eventually see this. And maybe one day they reach out. But yeah. So it is Saturday night, so I am having a beer. And I have my hot butcher glass. I also have my hot butcher can here. I'm going to say hot butcher one more time. This one is called pickle spear by hot butcher. Pickle spear, huh? How's pickle, that? Pickle spear. It's good. It's just a. It's actually not. It's not. You can see through it almost, right? On this one, it's not like the other ones where you. They look like orange juice almost when I drink these on these shows here a little bit. So it's a lighter one from them. Um, just an American pale ale, but it's pretty good. Not heavy. After a big dinner, this is the way to kind of always do it. But, yeah. All right. Dynasty tiers. This is my favorite what position in all of Dynasty football, by the way. Like, this is the cornerstone to me of building, like, a lengthy contending team. It's what I like to make sure I have a good foundation of. Um, if I'm rebuilding, this is the, the blocks that I'd like to use to do so. Um, so, yeah, wide receivers. I by far my favorite. I don't know about you. Are you a running back guy? You a wide receiver guy? Um, just kind of like quarterback and tight end. I, I like to get a running back early. Wide receiver is probably my least um, prioritized position just because I feel like, you know, they're 60 deep. But having a wide receiver one at the same time is always majorly important. It really depends where I'm picking in a super flex. I usually prioritize quarterback, like I said. Doing the draft with you was really fun. It was really different because it was, you know, it took me out of my comfort zone, and I really like that team. But, no, I'm not a wide receiver first guy by any means. I'm really a wide receiver last guy. It's not. It's probably not surprising that my 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 number one tier, when we get into it, are also my number one and two. If I was doing a non-superflex league, I would. these would be my number one and two picks, period. Um, they're in my top four for the 120 for redraft, and they're making – it's either one can make a strong case to go one for me, even in redraft. Yeah. I know wide receivers deep. A lot of people always say that it's deep. It's deep. It goes, but it's to me, it's like not the top end guys. They drag, they drag quicker. So I, I love having a stud, like a, a, a bona fide stud at wide receiver on my team. I don't go, I don't like going zero RB. Not anymore. Not these days. I'm not one of those complete, those God, those are, I, those were exhausting seasons trying to prove those points of zero RB and trying to see how that would work. Um, and I don't, I don't do that anymore, but I do like, I'm not one of those people that have to prioritize running back first or quarterback. I am probably even in super flex. I'm the guy who does not need to, to make sure I have two of them right off the bat and early. Like I'm okay with making, I'll get one in the top 30 picks as my quarterback one. 
like QB2, typically, especially when I do a startup in these, um, it's going to be like a Ryan Tannehill <laughs> or something like that when we get to it. It was nerve-wracking as fuck waiting on Stafford because if Stafford would have went a pick or two earlier, I mean, we got him later, which was cool, but we would have had nothing. I'll find it. Trust me. I'm going to get us a quarterback. I'm going to get us a trade. There's there's no doubt. It's 14-team league. I will get us a trade. There is no doubt. But it's still nerve-wracking. What I dude? How you doing? Good stuff earlier, by the way, buddy. Yeah, Nick, <laughs> out of here, dude. The UW pod. My brother tag team partner, dude. Check out yeah, the that Universal was Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, he's great, dude. He does great stuff here. It's at least the, the Phillies are just not as depressing as the White Sox to me right now. So it's fun to hear that. Although they, even though they had a rough good go, it'd been a weird start. But anyways, so wide receiver tiers. So you want to kick it off? Go for it. Look, there's no fuck it. There's no. This is we're here, we're gonna drink some beer. And we're gonna talk some wide receivers, and that's what we're gonna do. So, uh, there is no order to this. So let it rip. Cool. Yeah. So um, no shock here. I didn't do. I I don't know why. I didn't think to do my tears like this when we did the running back show. If you didn't catch the running back show, go back and check it out. Me, Streets, and uh, FF Bourbon Dude, Bob Brad from, uh, shit, what's it called? The, uh, what is it? Sports and ga- Gambling Podcast. Yep. Yeah, Sports and Gambling Podcast. He does great stuff over there. Um, we did our running back tears, I think, like two weeks ago. Go back and check it out it on the Bloodline fun. Entertainment Network here. It was a lot of fun, dude. Brad is fucking awesome, too incredibly knowledgeable guy but i don't know why i didn't do my tears like this then what am i i'm a wrestling guy so i went ahead and tiered my guys as if they were wrestlers so i'm gonna start with main eventers the main eventers and at the wide it is perfect yep and at the wide receiver position there's only two main eventers right now dude and it's like the rock or stone cold it is justin jefferson and jamar chase and, you know, it doesn't take an expert to fucking tell you that, dude. So my main event here, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Yeah, my my first tier is that bitch Carol Baskin tier. Basically, it's the it's a Tiger King reference because the, the two LSU Tigers, same, same exact guys, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. So that's my – I figured we were going to be pretty much on the same page on that one. Yeah. That was yeah, easy. for sure. Anyway, look, Justin Jefferson – Bonafide stud, like, yeah. whoo! Give him the football, let him work his magic, uh, monster target share, the whole nine yards about him. There's nothing. There's nothing to be said about him being the best. He's the best wide receiver in the NFL, hands down. Um, and then Jamar Chase, he missed a few games last year, but was still. I think he was first in expected fantasy points per game last year. So. The big season is coming for Jamar Chase at this point. We haven't seen it yet. Like I talked about in the 120, sometimes we know when we've seen the guy's biggest season. We haven't with Chase. So it's still coming. There's room for more out of Jamar Chase. So, yeah, definitely one, two. Yeah, easy, easy. And then I had what I I call upper mid-carters, all right? They're the guys – on the verge of becoming main eventers. They're right there. They're the Intercontinental Champion, the United States Champion. So these are my upper mid-carders. C.D. Lamb, A.J. Brown, Jalen Waddell, Amara St. Brown, the four of them, upper mid-carders, fighting it out over the U.S. and Intercontinental titles. 
That's a good one. We're way too uns- like we're way too in sync. I should say at this point, way too in sync. Um, because I have Lamb Brown, I have a Monra five and Waddle six. When I if I had to, but we're doing tiers, so it's not a big big difference at this point. But I didn't put mine in order. Just yeah. like when I got them here, just so you know, I this is no like you're bunching them. It's order. tiers. That's what we're doing. So right. although I I numbered them for shits and giggles because I got to put rankings up at some soon anyways for the website. Um, Bloodline Entertainment or bloodlinenetwork.com. That's right, baby. <laughs> so, the my the, I'll have rankings there too, but you guys had to give me a little break here. I ha, I've been sorting 400 baseball players out for the last two weeks at this point trying to get those rankings done. So, just when kidding. I can oh, and I got to make more ch- after today. I was like, shit, and I got to change it. Like, that's what I hate about the first couple weeks of baseball because you have to be very you have to move slow. You can't can't move the ranks too quickly. Cause you kind of got to let the data kind of build in and let them build some innings up and some at bats. But I do got to move some things around, but I am going to get the same for football. up. So 300, probably wait. 300 guys. I'm guessing at this point, your rankings are ridiculous. Go to bloodlinenetwork.com. Check it out. Fantasy baseball rankings right there on the front page, dude. Bam. Got to thank Dylan for the graphic, nasty graphic, dude. But man, your rankings are off the charts, dude. Every okay. position as well as their own page. Go and check it out. But, yeah, so we could talk about them for a second. We have time because we're kind of flying here. Yeah, the Lamb, Target Hog now, right? The number one. Oh, yeah. The Alpha in Dallas. Dax, Dax guy. The the change from to Mike McCarthy or wouldn't Schottenheimer basically calling the plays now does not scare me at all. He's still going to be a Target Hog in that offense. Um, I, I love hearing Mike McCarthy say we got to run more like I've seen you in Green Bay, so I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Maybe more situational running is what I expect out of Dallas, but I don't expect them to just become some ground-and-pound football team all of a sudden. Right? And then, yeah, obviously, A.J. Brown. I think Amon Ross St. Brown has absolute wide receiver number one upside in him to be the number one wide receiver also at the end of the season. Um, Jamison Williams, who we'll talk about later, does not scare me in a sense of – taking away from Amon Ross St. Brown, right? I think Jamison Williams can still be good, and I think he can do his own thing, but we'll talk about him later. And then, obviously, Jalen Waddle. not much to say about him either, right? right. Another dynamic duo in Miami. Tua will be back. Um, so, yeah, that's an easy easy three, four, five, six right there. I don't think many people are going to differ from that either. Now, you know, now we'll see where we start going with this, I think. So let me hear your third sure. <laughs> And I just want to clarify as well. I'm I'm a win now player. So I might not even have, you know, I might have I might slide a Tyreek Hill in in between some of these guys. You know, I might take a hill over a waddle just because I don't know, Tyreek's still that dude, man. If two is playing, Tyreek's that guy. But I digress. That's why I said their tiers, not rankings. And we're thinking from a startup perspective as well. Um, you know, again, I digress. And I just wanted to say that because for me, we're at the former main main event tier. All right. These are guys who used to be main eventers who are sliding themselves either back into that mid-card title scene or just like they're like a Chris Jericho. They don't need a championship and they're above the mid-card. Tyreek Hill, Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs. Like those four guys, to me, they're all, you know, one of the same. You know, who knows what Cup, if Stafford's healthy, Cup could go back to being the number one overall wide receiver easily. Why Why not? 
Tyreek Hill, what, just number two wide receiver last season? Killed it. Every time Tua was healthy. Hell, even when he was fucking playing with Teddy Bridgewater, he had monster games. Ten catches for 180 yards twice. But imagine he got the ball in the end zone on those games. It's a 40-point game with Bridgewater. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, former main event tier, those four guys, I think that rounds up my top ten. You know Tim's going to prioritize them because Tim. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence, and nobody can hang with my stuff. Uh, you know, I'm just a just a big, hairy American winning machine. If you ain't first, you're last. <laughs> <laughs> if you ain't first, you're last. I'm not trying to it's win funny. in 2025. I'm trying to win in fucking 2023. That's how I do. So it's funny because I did use some of the same. I do. I don't have. I have a tier. I have those same four guys, and that is my. If you're not first, you're last tier for wide receiver because obviously, yeah, they're all a little older. And Tyree Kill already said he's got. He's given you three years. That's it. So you got three more seasons of him. Although I'd three three years of Tyree Kill is still great. Like you, you're still gonna take that all day long. But. I have one tier before that, so I'll say this tier before that, and then I'll say my next tier, and then I'm guessing they're going to come right after this tier. I'm just going to venture to guess that. But th- I have this tier, and I call this tier – I hate this fucking school tier, but I've tiered them together, and it's Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave from <laughs> the Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> so I did tier them together in my seven and eight in my rankings. Um just because I it's love, dynasty, I love it. and I do think you, I, I'm all for going all in to win too. I, um, I'm not gonna. I don't want to chase unicorns. Is the phrase right? I think too many people in the, that play dynasty chase unicorns. They're looking for. They trade too much away for picks. They trade too much away chasing like they want the, the next like Barry Sanders and Jerry Rice, but they want it in their rookie season when they find them. Like they're just chasing unicorns. Go try to win now. Just you could do it. So I agree with that. But I think Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave are good enough and are going to put up big enough years to still garner where they where I would take them in this situation. So I put put them seven, eight. And then obviously, if if you're not first, you're last here. It comes next to me. That's Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup, Stefan Diggs, and Devontae Adams. Cooper Cup is being criminally downgraded for some apparent reason in a lot, in a lot, and not just dynasty i get he's a little older there's no doubt about that but even in redraft he's just being criminally like downgraded for too much his wide receiver finishes last year before the ankle injury this is each week two five twenty three three five seventeen eight three like and then obviously got hurt week 10 that's so wide receiver finished 81 the worst he finished was wide receiver 23 week three up until that point like he's just to go he's going to just eat targets from Matthew Stafford. That's because people think Stafford's dead. That's that's the problem. They think Stafford's dead. It's not so much on Cup. They're putting it on the fact that they think that they don't have a quarterback. And uh, let's let's give our guys some love. Yo, Maddie Daddy in the house. We were talking about you earlier. If you go back and listen to it at the beginning, Maddie Daddy, we want that three for one, the right three for one. Go back and check it out. Thanks for tuning in, my dude. (laughs) And then, yeah, Tyreek Hill. Three years of him, I'm completely content with that. Um, the wild part is that the Miami Dolphins had two top ten in PPR scoring wide receiver last year because Jalen Waddle was the eight. So, good lord, that's a fun thing to have. I wish the Bears had that one day. Uh, 
And then, yeah, Devontae Adams, a little crusty hanging around. Even with Jimmy G, um, I'm not too worried. I, I see another big season out of him still in Vegas. And then, yeah, I don't. there's not much to say about Stephon Diggs. 160, 100, 160 targets on average the last three seasons. 11 touchdowns a year ago, 10 the year before. Um, going into last year, we basically told you I would take him right at the end of round one because uh, – the underlying stuff was way better than it kind of finished for him. And sure enough, he finished, he gave you a top five season. So probably repeats that again as Josh Ellis won. So yeah, those are that. What do you got next? Yeah. So just, just like you, I wasn't sure where to put this, whether I put my future main eventers above former, former main eventers, former main eventers above future main eventers. I wasn't sure where to go with it, but yes, it is two guys. It is Chris Olave. It is Garrett Wilson. You got Derek Carr in New Orleans. You got Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets. It is these two. Sure, you could say seven and eight if we're like, you know, start up doing it. But again, like you showed the video, I'm a win now player all day. So I'm a really value a Hill and Adams digs for sure. But Olave, Wilson, Wilson, Wilson. It, when that's official, Wilson's a number one wide receiver. He will, Aaron will make him a number one wide receiver. He's got all the talent in the world so that's my those are my next two future main eventers so i have main eventers upper mid carters former main eventers future main eventers is my top 12 um nasty i love that going here that's great yeah good theme i just hate the fucking college they went to but i digress on that we'll get into that another day i'm just kidding me it's so i'm a michigan fan and he's an ohio state fan so it was a nice I'll give him credit, though, because at least he has guys from his school in this show. Uh, I don't. The Ohio State University. Yeah, that's good. So I figured we were going to be pretty much on par with that one. Uh, you want to go ahead and do your next one then, though, because that kind of catches yeah. up. To about yeah, those. for sure. I will. Um, yo, the name is Dalton. Great show. Thanks for tuning in, man. Really appreciate you for sure. Thank, Thank you, you for Dalton. being here. Let's Very see. nice. <laughs> all right so then you know how it works in wrestling you go from your main eventers your upper mid carters we gotta get to our mid carters right i got three guys in the mid card i got dk metcalf i got t higgins and i got Devonte smith those are my three mid carters i think dk could take the the step to the or the next step to that next level i just haven't seen it from him t higgins and Devonte, they were going to be putting a, a tier called number twos but I don't want to label them number twos because they could be number one. So I just put them in just the mid-card tier, DK, T, Devonta. Well, how many are in your next tier after those three? After that, I have low mid-carders, and I'll just go ahead and let it rip then. How many? Have, are count them. Yeah, I got a lot of them. one, two, three, four, five, six. Six okay. more. Hold off on that then. I'll go. Right. I have three in my next, so it almost coincides. I just It's a little bit different. So okay. it works a little bit. Um my this tier, I I enabled it, um, or I, I named it. Yeah, I don't even speak English when I said that at this point. Enabled it. That's it. A good I enabled it. And labeled enabled together. It. Now that's a good one. <laughs> I, we just create words here. Enabled. <laughs> Maybe but, it's enabled. Um, <laughs> I called this the second option, and the you guys throw the football tier, and those that is Devonte Smith, T Higgins, and Drake London. Mm. I'm 
I know the results weren't there for uh, Drake London per se, and it's a scarier situation kind of in Atlanta, but I, I buy the player. So I kind of I put him there. Yeah. I love Drake London. I have him in a tier. It's a very special tier. Um, it's more suited for where he's at right now. So I they do did, love Drake London, though. They got to throw sure. the football more, right? That's right. that's basically what they do. Um, let's come on, Atlanta. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Although for I did see sure. 117 targets last year, but they were just bad targets. They, bad quarterback play in Atlanta. They need to upgrade that or, or get better play out of that. But, yeah, Devontae Smith, stud. Good Lord, not much you could say about him. T. Higgins. Uh, staying in Cincinnati, it sounds like for now, at least for a season. Don't know what happens next year. Um, do they do they get that contract extension done with him? Do they keep him? But he could go a lot. He can go two ways, right? He can go to a situation. He could be the alpha somewhere else. He could end up on a team, get traded like an AJ Brown did, or DJ Moore, or something, some situation like that. So in dynasty, still absolute uh, top fifteen play. Yeah. And at worst, he gets Joe Burrow's targets. <laughs> but sure. go ahead. Now go ahead. All right. So from low mid card, I got six guys. And again, not necessarily in order because I would take a Drake London or possibly a JSN over some of these guys. But for where they're at in their careers, I think they're, you know, they could still either take a step on the next level. They get some consistent quarterback play, better quarterback play. And they also have quarterback question marks. So uh, DJ Moore, I wouldn't necessarily call it a quarterback question mark, but he's a lower mid Carter. You know, he's got to come to Chicago. He's got to prove it. Michael Pittman, quarterback. We don't know who it's going to be. Rookie quarterback. Got to prove it. Debo Samuel. I love Debo. A lot of people see this huge regression coming. I got him as a low mid Carter. All right. People think he should be a tier lower than this. Probably. I'm going to keep Debo in this tier. I think he's a Swiss army knife, even with, the stacked offense with Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle and CMC, even Elijah Mitchell, I think Debo is going to get his touches as long as he stays healthy, of course. Chris Godwin. Baker Mayfield's going to get that dude the ball. Chris Godwin's going to be slacking and continue to do what he does. Scary Terry. I think Sam Howell is going to have to force the ball to somebody. You got Scary Terry. You got Jahan Dotson there. I'll talk about Dotson in a little bit. But I like Scary Terry in this tier with these guys. And then Jerry Judy, you saw the end of the year. He he got way better. His fantasy numbers, I think in his last four games, he had over 24 straight games or maybe like an 18-point game mixed in between. Jerry Judy killed it, and I think that success is going to continue into this year in offense under, with Sean Payton and a better Russell Wilson. So DJ Moore, Michael Pittman, Debo Samuel, Chris Godwin, Scary Terry, and Jerry Judy is my low mid-carders. Pretty good. I have, so, my next tier, I named it Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives, basically. Triple D, baby, is my next tier. DJ Moore, DK Metcalf, and Debo Samuel, basically, is, mm, is what I, I named it. I <laughs> I put them together as a, as a bunch of three at 16, 17, and 18. I know we're doing tiers, but since I'm going to also release ranking soon, I have DJ Moore ahead at 16, because I absolutely do think um, – He's going to have a big year. I think he's going to fit in. Him and Justin Fields are about to go off. We've seen it now year after year when a 
we won't say names and we won't say the quarterbacks and situations and stuff like that, but we've, we've seen it now a few times, right? Digs did digs to Josh Allen. We've seen AJ Brown to Jalen hurts. We've seen it. We've just hit. We have. And I think that's going to be the case with DJ Moore to Justin Fields this year. So I'm kind of willing to pay the pr- pays the, the price to be at 16 at that point for him um so that's kind of where i would rank him dk i moved back a little bit from and put him into this tier and, and i took him out of that other tier at this point he's gino was great right he was he was he was good for seattle he got the contract extension but i don't know if he does finish over better than a wide receiver 16 or something in that offense based on how they kind of do that. So he gets dinged there. And Debo, I'm actually giving the benefit of the doubt, like you said. Um, I, the, the Where he finished third, I don't think ever happens again. That I don't think he has to run the ball as much anymore with Christian McCaffrey there in town. And he doesn't get the, the same exact offense that they ran with him in 2021. I don't think they're ever going to run again. So without, without, the rushing yards and without the other added stuff, he's probably more of a wide receiver too. But at that, I mean, I think it's a safe wide receiver too at that point. So that's kind of where I value him at 18. Um, and that's where I have those three tiers. And then I end it at that, the triple D baby diners, drive-ins and dives, baby. Those are my flavor town tier right there. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Did so, you want to go ahead and rip your next tier then? Since I yeah. think I went three ahead. Yep. So, my next here is uh, this one has a lot of guys in it. It's I I tried to I didn't I don't have any goofy like this is the Tom Cruise tier anymore and stuff like that for Derrick Henry like we did the running back. Uh, I didn't know how to break these guys apart and but they're all they come from different aspects. So the best the best way I can explain these guys is the same way I kind of explained. It sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe she. So that's what they are right here. But my next tier is you're actually gonna you're gonna be shocked. You're gonna be surprised. I think you're gonna go, whoa, that's interesting. Um because I think he's gonna be good, but it could still be shit where I'm putting him here. But I'm going out on a limb, and that number 19 in my rankings is actually gonna be Hollywood Brown in okay. this tier. Because wow. Hop- Hopkins will be gone. And we saw with Hopkins gone last time. I know Kyler's hurt, but it's dynasty, right? So um, at some point he'll be back next year. And I think a half a season, Hollywood Brown as the one for Kyler Murray. We, we saw when he was the one before Hopkins came back from suspension last year, right? He had some big weeks out there. Yeah. Um. So I think that kind of con- that continues a little bit. So I do have him there. Chris Godwin, uh, back it up. Terry. Jerry Judy, Michael Pittman Jr., and then I added some young bucks in here. Traylon Burks, Christian Watson, and Jamison Williams. That gets me up okay. to about 26 on this one. And I think you're right. Jerry Judy did finish strong, um, but it's a whole new situation there, obviously. And you have Sean Payton, so it's an upgrade. It's an upgrade all around. I almost throw away everything that we saw last year from Russell Wilson, from the receiver. I'm just going to toss it. We're going to pretend that never happened. We're going to lock it in a box, and we're going to throw that box away. We're going to start fresh. I think everybody needs a fresh start. Russ needs a fresh start with no more office in the facility. Like, we no more calisthenics on the plane. Everybody's <laughs> no, more, to, like, no more lunges up and down the aisles. 
none of that shit anymore. We we're starting fresh in Denver. So, and I think Jerry Judy obviously is going to get the benefit if he's there. That's the part. That's where the kicker comes, right? He's on the block. They're asking for a pretty high price for him, which I don't know they're going to get. So there's a good chance that he probably just ends up staying there. Um, so hopefully he stays there because that's where I'm putting him. I know I did put Godwin. is is a really good wide receiver and a volume kind of king, and I but I'm a little worried about that quarterback situation in Tampa there. So it's not one I feel great about, to be honest with you, putting him at 20. But there are going to be a few of those. Scary Terry, uh, Terry McLaurin. Back it up, Terry. Back it up. Uh, he He's interesting because he's super talented. He's awesome. He's just been kind of held back. But they like Sam Howell there, right? And maybe Sam Howell he, ends up being good. Or who they go and get – maybe they – Lamar. So, Lamar, like they don't – the brain dead stops in Washington and they just go get Lamar Jackson. So there's – and we've seen Terry be a pretty consistent wide receiver too to this point. Um, 19 finished – he was 19 last year in PPR. was his finish? 25th, 22nd, 25th. So he's pretty consistent across the board where he finishes. So I kind of like him there. A little safe play for me, I guess. Safe wide receiver too with the upside. It's always there. Uh, Michael Pittman Jr. Good God. What, what can we say? They hired Jeff Saturday halfway <laughs> through the season. And he had and like a he had the ghost of Matt Ryan throwing him the football last year. Like He's still putting up like 12-point games. That's what I mean. Six catches, 60 yards, dude. He still had 141 targets last year. He finished as wide receiver 20. And if we uh, – up until – I don't even know what week it was that it all went down, but he on a per game basis, I think, because we were doing roto slappers when we were doing waivers and we were doing like the weekly show and stuff like that. I remember saying, I don't have the notes here, but I remember fucking saying he per game basis. He's still a wide receiver one. We were at like week 10, like nine at that point. So yeah. he was still playing pretty well. I just, I, I like Denver, we're going to throw away Indianapolis. right. We're just going to throw away the whole Indianapolis season last year and pretend that never happened. Either. We're going to pretend the, the party animal owner didn't bring Jeff Saturday again halfway through this. Like, we're gonna, this is going to pretend that didn't happen. And we're going to hope they draft a good quarterback and poof. Michael Pittman talent is there also to come back to normal. And then, yeah, Traylon Burks, that didn't look good. Not a great season. But I don't know how anybody catching footballs and that's on that team was going to end up being good. So he did have some metrics. I think we're nitpicking here, right? You're nitpicking when you're trying to find a metrics that he did well in because none of the numbers look good. So it's one of those advanced analytics things where you're like, yeah, you nerds, stop talking about that bullshit. Like I saw, I watched them, those games. He sucked last year. Yeah, they they, they did. Um, but he's got nobody to contest with catching footballs there. Ryan Tannehill should be the quarterback, maybe, right? So we're guessing. Should be. Willis sucks. I mean, he he needs time to get better. So, and AJ Brown was decent. Let Ryan Tannehill. So it's not like it can't happen. Great. So he was he was great. That's what I mean. So it's not. Yeah. I think we're so Traylon Burks doesn't lose all his value yet. Christian Watson, Jordan. Love I think Ryan Tannehill. I think Ryan Tannehill has regressed himself a lot. Probably. Two and a half years. So now. that's fair to say too. There's no doubt. There's that's that's a fair fair thing to say. But at the same time, maybe Traylon Burks can be a wide receiver too for this season. And he still holds a dynasty value for long term because maybe they do go after 
I wouldn't imagine this is the, well, this is Tannehill's last year. This is Derrick Henry's probably last year. Like it's the last ride for these guys. They'll probably go find a, a different quarterback next year. Yeah. Hopefully oh, it's for sure. And then you got Christian Watson. Christian Watson. He did look good with love, right? I hate this. Shoot. I can hate this one. This one scares me as a Bears fan a little bit because I don't want Jordan Love to be good. I hate saying this, right? We don't – real-life scenario, we need the Packers. It's only fair that the Packers suck for the next 20 years. They – like, karma itself and the football gods up there owe us that. That's what they owe us. It's just a dreadful 20, I know. But that's what, they, that's what we are owed out of them. And I've seen – And there's only two wide receivers now, so I've seen the I've seen the Romeo Dubes. <laughs> remember Dubes, but Dobbs. I remember. But I saw the people. Somebody posted like the panic between when Dobbs plays and with the numbers Christian Watson put up. But that's look, they they played a hundred snaps together all season, so you can rush your panic on that. And now uh, Lazard's gone. Basically, Rogers has taken his homies with them to. The Jets, he's leaving Watson and Romeo Dobbs in Green Bay. So there's only two of them. So I think they're going to be pretty good there. So Watson, absolute stud for me. The wild card is Jamison Williams. I'm not sure. It, there's not a long – the track record of guys who missed that much time their rookie season coming back to be the second on their team, not a great track record of becoming good after that. But I can't dismiss the value quite there just yet for him. I like those guys. I like Jameson. I like Christian. I like Traylon. I'll talk about them momentarily. I do want to give a quick shout out. Ivan, Poppy, President. Go back and check out Circle of Debate. They were just live a couple of hours ago right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Killed it with Dom and Bakley, the director, Chris. I know they're enjoying their MMA tonight, UFC 287. So thank you for taking the time tuning in with us. Thank says you, my man Streets, my poppy TK. Oh, real banger. You know it. Nipple mania running wild on Roto Slappers. Thanks for tuning in. Dylan, yo, your graphics, ah. brother. Your graphics been banging, dude, lately. Thank you for what you do for us, man. Thanks for tuning in, my dude. Good stuff, guys. When is Josh Koscheck fight tonight? <laughs> I miss Josh Koscheck. I think you only like Josh Koscheck. Because he wore that same little blonde thing on his head the way you did. I don't really know what to call it. Like a uh, Chia Pet? You remember like the... Um, yeah, but well, I didn't have curly hair. I just had spiky hair. Yeah, I guess yours was more spiked than curly for sure. You guys kind of looked alike though. I just remember the Ultimate Fighter Season 1. I think that's like when I watched UFC. Might yeah. be the last time I even seen UFC at this point. It's like I 15 years ago. That was a long time ago. Yeah, and Tito Ortiz and Forrest Griffin and shit. Those were the days, baby. Those were the days. I remember was Koscheck or GSP. That was a good fight, actually. Uh, I remember that one. He was fun. Koscheck was cool, man. He was he was he was legit for sure. But all right, all right. Let me get this train back rolling. So my next tier, and it's where a lot of these guys you already mentioned are, but I wanted to lump them together. Again, sticking with the wrestling theme. If you don't watch WWE, they have it's like their AAA. Okay, it's called NXT. So I labeled this tier NXT, and this is where Drake London resides at the top. He's your world champion, all right? He is the world champ of NXT, just waiting for the call-up. That's the quarterback. I can't feel great about him until I know what's going on. Give me a Lamar there. Give me someone who I know is going to throw him the ball. I'm going to feel a lot better about Drake London. So <laughs> Drake London, he's my NXT world champion. 
Jackson Smith and Ajiba. I know he hasn't been drafted yet, but everything that we've seen at Ohio State, everything that we've heard about this kid, the real deal, Holyfield. He is an NXT, maybe my North American champion. Jameson Williams, my God, that kid's speed. My God, what a fucking torture, man. Cannot wait to see what he can do in the pros. Even last year, what he had, two touchdowns and three receptions? Kid can fly. Christian Watson for everything street set. Quinton Johnston. Go look what he did at TCU, man. The kid was just incredibly fun to watch, and I think he's going to be a great pro. Landing spot, of course, is important. Last but not least, Traylon Burks. So all the guys you mentioned, basically top end last year, high end this year. I got them in NXT together. We're developing. We're about to come to the main roster. So those six guys are my NXT class, and I think that wraps up my top 24. I think you're past 24, but that's okay. I might, I might be, I might yeah. be. I don't. We're not. Math is not our strong point on this show. I, just, <laughs> I could get. No, I should take that back. You want? You need some baseball analytics. I'm probably good at math. You need like your taxes done. I'm useless. Like tits on a bull at that point. Useless. So, um, I'm pretty good at math myself. I'm really good at all those equations and shit. I just didn't number mine, and I don't remember where I'm at with it. I'm, I'm probably at like 26, but I. I digress. <laughs> my, <laughs> so my next, so I don't know where to put the rookies. That's I did this with the running backs too. It was one of yeah. those things where it's like, I don't know how, where they're going to end up on their own tier. When I put out the rankings for now, when I do the, when I have the article for wide receiver tier and right. it probably for me, will go somewhere here. Like I don't have much to say about them. So this is just the, I don't know where to put the top wide receiver prospect. Um, quite yet because the draft does matter. The draft absolutely does matter. So, Jason, um, Addison, Johnson, like all these guys that are they're great, but I don't know where they're gonna go. I don't know the situations they're gonna end up in. So yes, to me, I'm gonna bunch them right here, and we're just gonna keep them kind of in the middle. That's kind of what my goal was here in the top fifty, somewhere in the middle around thirty. But then we'll keep moving because then. Um, we're going to go with my, I call this the mid tier, right? These guys are right now. They're just in the middle. They're kind of floating in purgatory. It's just the, they're, they get all, they can, some of them can be great. Some of them have the talent to be some of them. They are what they are. I think it's, they're not bad. They're not going to kill you. It's just, they're the next bunch at this point. And that's 27 is where I'm going to kind of come in. That's my number here for this guy. And that's going to be Brandon. I, um, I have him down here for me a little lower probably than you, but he was 30th in red zone targets and had eight touchdowns last year. And the eight touchdowns might be a bigger factor as to why he finished 17th in PPR leagues. Um, I don't know if the overall volume will increase at that point. So for me, kind of that's, he, he just seems to be another back end wide receiver two, wide receiver three for me. Yeah, that's especially fair. with CMC there. Then I have uh, Dotson, Pickens, uh, Cooper, and Deontay Johnson. They're going to round out DJ. my next one. Yeah, DJ is a hard one to rank because the talent's there. The, I don't care about the drops too much at all, but it just doesn't seem like he clicked with Kenny Pickett. Pickens seemed like he clicked with Kenny Pickett a little bit more, and obviously he's younger. Um, 
so he kind of gets the the upper hand on that one. Dotson, I just we I need Curtis Samuel to leave the Commanders, right? That's what I need. I need yeah. I need one of them to go at this point because McC- Terry McLaurin's really good. I just need him to go so the target share can go up for uh, Dotson at this point. Although he still was he was still pretty good in, in games he sees five or more targets in. He was he was a wide receiver too last year. So he was productive. Yeah. yeah, at least the flex. Yeah. So he just needs the volume. That's that's kind of what he is at this point. So I kind of like that there. Amari um, Cooper here. To me, if we're gonna take a page out of um, good lord, that scared the living shit out of me. Like the my PS Five went on sleep mode and it changes to Samsung TV when it happens and like this. <laughs> It was like this dude getting a tattoo screaming just popped on the <laughs> thing right now. I almost shit my pants while I was trying to talk to you right now about uh, Amari Cooper. But, yeah, Amari Cooper, to me, is another guy I think getting a little bit undervalued here in both formats also. He, I mean, he had 132 targets last year, 1,100 yards, nine touchdowns, and that's only playing, what, a half a season with Deshaun Watson? He started out the game yeah. pretty hot. Um like, I know he might have been better, actually, before Watson came back. But I just think I, – I don't want to talk about Deshaun Watson at all. We'll get to that. I dread that conversation at some point. But he's probably going to be better. And Amari Cooper, a 30th wide receiver off the board for me, I think seems like a pretty easy play at that point. You sh- you're going to get some points out of that. So – and then, yeah, Pickens and Deontay, I could have grouped together. You could probably rank them together because I don't know who's going to come out of that. I, I want the, I would love for Deontay to get a little bit more love, but I can't, I'm not going to lie to you, I'm worried. Right? Yeah. He did not have, last season, he had one, two. He finished better than wide receiver 22 twice. Well, once, because he finished mm-hmm. wide receiver 22 and then 11. That's it. So one time he finished better than wide receiver 22 last year. If we're going to say 24, it was one, two. So he was he basically was a wide receiver twice all last year. Does that get better if Kenny Pickett gets better? Maybe. Is there still some is, – does George Pickens become the guy? Maybe. A lot of maybes right there for Deontay Johnson. So it's a little worrisome for me. Yeah, so I'm gonna, that. I gotta put him back here. But yeah, go ahead. You're next here. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk. Deontay was really hard to to, to uh, rank because I, I went back and forth with this tier and my jobber tier. This tier is what I call good locker room guys. So it's a little under mid Carter. They're not quite sitting in catering. Maybe they float around catering. They get an occasional match every now and then. You know, they might do some television. Um, promotional work or something. They're just they're just good for your brand, okay? Brandon Ayuk, Hollywood Brown, Amari Cooper, Calvin Ridley, who is surprising to me, only 24 years old. Crazy. Calvin Ridley, his teammate, Christian Kirk, because I'm not sure who's going to be the 1A or the alpha there between them. Maybe they're both going to be alpha, so I got them together. Mike Will over at the Chargers. Then I go back and forth with Deontay. Do I want to put Deontay here? Do I want to put Deontay as a jobber? Basically, just remember, my next two tiers are special before jobber. So Deontay is literally on the cusp of good locker room guy. 
to being my top jobber. All right. So I'm going to put Deontay here because I don't want to disrespect him because the talent is absolutely there. But damn, he should be a jobber. But I like him and I don't want to disrespect the guy. He wasn't even a wide receiver, too. Two weeks he gave you wide receiver two numbers last year. That's it. And I get that some of Pickett's fault, but. No, I get I traded for him in DDD, and I'm glad I was able to get someone to take him off my uh, bourbon, dude. I'm glad I was able to get him, take him off of my fucking chest because, or off my team because, oh, man, that was a bad trade. I bringing him out of my team. No good. Now, he did have 147 targets, though, might I add. Yeah, so but you just didn't do shit with him. No, I know. Didn't do shit. I get you got Mitch throwing you the ball. You got a rookie Kenny Pickett throwing you the ball. I understand. I, I get it, which is why he's a good locker room guy. Maybe my top jobber, you know. But then yeah. I'll just let me run down my next one really quick, and then you can rip. Um, this one I got my going into the Hall of Fames here. These guys still <laughs> provide value on a win-now team for sure. They could get you a draft pick if you got them on your team to help you build for the future. It's DeAndre Hopkins, it's Keenan Allen, it's Mike Evans, and it's um, Tyler Lockett. Those are my guys. Lockett might not necessarily be a Hall of Famer, Hall of the Very Good, whatever, but he's definitely contributed to fantasy football over the last eight seasons. So D-Hop, Keenan Allen, Mike Evans, Tyler Lockett going into the Hall of Fame. I can't really draft him high, but I don't want to disrespect him and call him jobber. So I gave him their own tier, going into the Hall of Fame tier. That's... That's that's fair. We're kind of similar, I think, in a sense for this. Um, I have, after Deontay, we're going to be close. I broke these down into a two tiers, though, because my next tier is called the Jacksonville Jaguars tier. That's my 32 and 33. <laughs> and I rank Kirk and Ridley side by side at 32 and 33 because I have no clue who is going to be the guy. Um, both should be pretty good. I don't think either one's going to kill you, but one is going to erupt and one could, I mean, Calvin Ridley could be a, a monster, right? With Did Trevor you know Lewis. he was only 24? That's I crazy. thought he was 28. Maybe maybe I saw that wrong, but I was like, <laughs> let me look. 20. Yeah, I thought he was look. 28, but I could yeah, be wrong. Yeah, 28, 28. Okay. All right, good. I'm glad either way, it's still. Maybe, okay. maybe the, uh, the syndication I was reading was wrong. So I was like, what? Twenty-four. Nice. No, yeah, he's twenty-eight. It says he's twenty-eight. So we will give you the right age. But go ahead. And then this is the this is the like the mystery tier is what I kind of call this tier because it's a mystery. And I have Rashad Bateman, Cortland Sutton, and Kadarius Tony in this tier for me coming next. Bateman could be if Lamar returns to Baltimore. They're, they don't. I, Nelson, who did they bring in? Oh, Jalen Rieger, right? That's who they brought in. Like, they have not addressed wide receiver. In There's no competition for Rashad Bateman, who did start the season last year with Lamar Jackson pretty well. I, the first couple weeks, he exploded on the scene, if I recall, but kind of faded from there. He got hurt. Lamar got hurt. It kind of just all went downhill from there. Now, so it's going to depict on Lamar Jackson returning to Baltimore. But if if he does return to Baltimore, I actually like Rashad Bateman a lot. So we'll kind of see how that goes. But it's still a mystery. Don't know who they're going to have at quarterback if it's not Lamar Jackson. Uh, so, yeah, the next, Cortland Sutton. Uh, I could be Huntley, but I, you've, I've read that they could be looking for a quarterback. 
at this point, so they could move on. So Cortland Sutton comes next for me. He also was pretty, he was decent last year, right? To start the year. Um, he was a wide receiver too. I would say for the large part of the first month and a half in that offense. And then I don't, everything just went bad in Denver. Like I said before, we're going to put that in a box. We're going to lock that box up. We're going to throw that box away and we're going to pretend it never <laughs> happened. But I do think with Sean Payton under the fold, Corlin Sutton could have a decent bounce back season with Russell Wilson. And I think the price that you're going to pay for a Cortland Sutton at this point is pretty decent. There's yeah, no, I don't think you're going to pay a lot for a Cortland Sutton. So I think the value for Cortland Sutton is still pretty, pretty good to this point. Um, so yeah, we'll see how that goes there. And then the big mystery is Kadarius Tony. Yeah. Uber yeah. talent oozes out of him, the talent. And he has the greatest probably when it's all said and done, the best quarterback of all time, right? Could be his who his quarterback is at this point. So he might have the goat throwing him the football next year. If he can stay healthy, whatever it is that he does keep I don't stay healthy is probably the biggest one, right? I don't he's played, let's see. Yeah, 10 games his rookie year, nine last year. So, yeah, he's got to be on the field. But if he can be on the field with Patrick Mahomes, could have a monster year. And you, this could be one of those late guys that you get that just explode. Thing. Like we saw it a couple plays last year. They they had Kadarius Tony plays, and now he gets a full offseason. It's not easy. You saw with Chase Claypool. Sure it's not easy. To, it's, it wasn't is not easy. easy. No. Although it's, Tony gets Mahomes and Andy Reid. So it's it's a much better situation, but that's my mystery box. <laughs> and then um, but yeah, so then I have my next tier would be the crusty vets, basically at this point. And that's Keenan Allen and DeAndre Hopkins. Keenan Allen is back with the Chargers. That's big. I like him as a as a as a low end wide receiver two, wide receiver three. I don't know how long you're gonna get out of it. But should still be pretty good with Justin Herbert throwing in the football. DeAndre Hopkins, I don't know where he's going. Right? That's the big thing. He's on the block. I know that the asking price seems to be a little bit high, and I think they are going to trade him. I think at the end of the day, they end up trading him. Baltimore, he, I'd have to move him down. I don't even know if I can leave him at 37 if he goes to Baltimore if Lamar Jackson doesn't go back there. It's just – What about New England? Crazy. Which way does he go? New England – maybe us around the same where he's at right now. I don't know if I'm yeah. too much. He might kill the next guy on this though. In my next tier, because I have yeah. the, I have the Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man's here. It's my next tier, <laughs> And that's Juju Smith Schuster and Jacoby Myers, basically, <laughs> because I think they're both just slot receivers in similar situations. New England does do well with the slot guys. Um, they know how to utilize them very well. We've known that our whole lives. That's probably Mac Jones' only strength at this point is probably hitting that guy. So I think Juju is actually in line for a pretty decent year this year. And then Jacoby Myers probably assumes the Darren Waller role in Vegas. Uh, and the so I went. Remember when we were talking about when I, Hunter Renfro? When I was when I went back and listened to that pod, it didn't even dawn on me that they literally are both named Hunter Renfro. 
They just spell the last name different. And when I listened to that pod, I was like, wait a second. I got confused. I think they are both Hunter and Renfro. Like they're the same name. Just one's a baseball player and it spells it. Mm-hmm. his last name different. But yeah. Um, so I think Jacoby Myers has that Hunter Renfro two years ago type of season. So I think they both just do fairly well at the slot position. And then I had Mike Williams after that. Mike Williams, I've been high on a long time, and he just fucks me every <laughs> single time I want to buy into him, and it just drives me bonkers. He only finished. He is. He's finished. He's only finished in the top thirty of wide receivers once since twenty seventeen. So his price is not worth something I want to buy. So that's why I kind of put him where I put him, basically, and I kind of stuff them down at the end and that well i kind of stuff them with a couple other guys tyler lockett mike evans and brandon cooks and that bunch right there as we get close to our top 50. dig it there i talked about that enough so go ahead i don't know if i cut you off on that one no 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 not at all so yeah i only have i have two more left so i'll just rip them so i got training to get to nxt so these guys are like in the performance center they're not like the rock's daughter? Exactly. They're not quite there yet. Even though these first two, I feel like I could have put in NXT, like bottom tier. I, I didn't want to lump them in with Traylon Burks and Watson and the rest of these guys. So I got Jahan Dotson, George Pickens. Um, they're training to get to NXT. And then I got a couple of the rookies coming in. Jordan Addison, Zay Flowers. Obviously, landing point is huge. Sky Moore. Kadarius Tony. Like you said, everything you said about Tony could same thing could be said about Sky Moore. They started running plays for him as well towards the end of the season. Both of them could be focal points of that offense going forward. So I'm curious to see which one, either one, both of them, neither. I don't know. So right now they are in that tier of training to get to NXT. And then Alec Pierce, he's the wide receiver too on the Colts. I like him. Uh, you know, they got to get a quarterback. Someone else other than Pittman is going to get targets. Alec Pierce, he's not quite a guy that I would take probably top 50, but if I'm putting young kids in a tier, I'm certainly going to include Alec Pierce in that training to get to NXT tier. The last one is the jobbers tier. All right, these guys are quality football players. I got to rank them, though. You know, like, we're going to 50. These guys are, you know, you're going to need guys like these guys on your team, bye weeks, four-league flex plays. You know, there's a lot of dynasty leagues or you're going to need to start some of these guys. Rashad Bateman, Brandon Cooks. I love Brandon Cooks this year. I wanted to put Brandon Cooks higher, but like, where feasibly can I put Brandon Cooks? I don't want to make him a jobber. I love Brandon Cooks this year, but he ain't going in the Hall of Fame, so I couldn't put him there. But I love Brandon Cooks, even though he's in my jobber tier. Yeah. I- Elijah, Elijah Moore, going to be the number two in Cleveland. I think he's in for a decent year. Cortland Sutton. People were projecting low end wide receiver one, high end wide receiver two for him last year. Now he's being, yeah, right. You were right. And now he is being drafted wide receiver 35, 38. I mean, fuck the value for Cortland Sutton's ridiculous. Juju Smith Schuster, Jacoby Myers. Then I did it just to do it. All right. Darnell Mooney and Chase Claypool, jobbers, but hey. They could be wide receiver threes this year on your fantasy football team. So that's it. That wraps my list. Probably 48, 50 guys. I'm not exactly sure how many I got there, but uh, 
So it was a really fun list to put together, especially breaking it down by wrestling tier. I like it. I definitely do. I, don't, I think I only got yeah, 40, one, two. Yeah, we were close. I got to 48. I can add a couple other guys. I do want to make sure that we um, – Tyler Lockett, since you did not have him in the top 50. I have Tyler Lockett in my – I have him in my going into the Hall of Fame tier. Okay. With, I didn't make any sense. With DeAndre Hopkins, Keenan ah. Allen, and Mike Evans. Okay. And then, yeah, I said Tyler Lockett. While he shouldn't be in the going into the Hall of Fame tier because he's not necessarily there, he's like the Hall of the Very Good. I had to lump him in with those guys because I think he's had a pretty respectable last eight seasons. Yeah, I missed his name. Oh yeah, that's why I just missed his name. So that's why I was bringing that up. I was no, like, man. Good. Otherwise, because yeah, eight since 2018, 18, 17, 13, 22nd, 12th. Those were his finishes over the season. Yeah, yeah that's why I wanted to put some like respect that. on that man's name. Yeah, and I do like Brandon Cooks too. I think he's a decent flex option this year in Dallas right there as their number two wide receiver yeah. this year. But, yeah, I, so if I think I owe you two guys to get to 50, and this is where my rankings get tough because I had, did not finish them. Part of me wants to put Darnell Mooney at 49, to be honest with you. Can I? It's, it just seems very homer of me. It's just homerish, right? Very homerish of me to do so, but – he was very good, and he was he was drafted way higher last year going in, and he was going to be really good. I know he was the only guy there now, and obviously they have DJ Moore there, but he does have a 140,000-yard season, 2021 under his belt. And if, we'll see who erupts out of them in Claypool. I, I like Elijah Moore. Thank God he's out of freaking New York because yeah. now that's going to be – if Odell Beckham goes there, it's going to be the most crowded wide receiver room I've ever seen. Like he has a that was part of the meeting. I don't I was reading earlier today about that. Odell went there to meet with them, but they had to sell him on the idea of how they're gonna utilize all of these wide receivers on that team. Like it's a deep wide receiver room. Um so that's the only thing that I'm I'm happy that he's escaped that. But then that downgrades Alan Lazard a little bit for me at this point. Uh Sky Moore. Interesting, you're right. He caught on at the end of the year, and he could definitely be the guy over Kadarius Tony to do so. He, I think he, if we, well, he didn't play in there, eh, so that's the playoffs. Oh, yeah, because the Jets brought in Mecole Hardman. That's right. And Alan Lazard yeah. with Garrett Wilson and Corey Davis. Yeah, Garrett Wilson, I'm fine with because Aaron Rodgers will he he loves to pepper his number one. I'm not worried about Garrett Wilson in any capacity. If he's the, he's the alpha of that room and he's going to be the guy that Aaron Rodgers probably goes to the most, and we all know Aaron Rodgers' number one wide receiver is going to see a monsoon of targets over the course of the season. So I like that regardless. But yeah, it is a crowded wide receiver room, so that's why Lazard and all these other guys kind of get knocked down a little bit at that point. But yeah, I do like Sky Moore. We'll see what he do. I, I obviously like. Kadarius Tony's talent is just through the roof, so it's hard for me not to. Yeah, now we're in like the Michael Thomas tier. Does Michael Thomas battle back for a good wide receiver two option there with Derek Carr? I don't know. The the 50s are very tough for me, and I had not finished them yet around this this range. 
we can almost do a second show on wide sleeper wide receivers, basically, because that's what we're entering when it comes to that realm right now. Which gives me an idea. Maybe we will do a sleeper wide receiver show. We got a, <laughs> we got a lot of time before the fantasy football season starts. So we definitely might do that because I, I like the idea of it. But we got to get through. We're going to do tight end and quarterback and get that That'd out of the way. Kicker. I'm just kidding. We're not going to turn this fucking around. We're not defense. Doing, not doing defense either. You can <laughs> fuck both of those. Uh, get him out of your leagues. Um, I yeah. have. I don't play in a league with him. Not one. But, yeah, we got to get through those tiers. So, quarterback and tight end, we're almost there. But, yeah, I think we do need to deep dive into some – I think sleepers, period. But a wide receiver and tight end sleeper is probably the best bet to do because there, there's a lot of guys in these 50s through 75 range that I see that are – It's I don't know if it's worth the whole show to, to rank these guys, but picking out a few of them and talking about them is probably a bit, the best bet to do. I don't know. We're we're adapting on the roto slappers here, so we'll see what you guys want to do. How's that? Dig it, Dig but yeah, it, brother. Uh, but yeah, I'll cheers you. That was fun. We got a good forty-something wide receivers off. Rattled them off. Had some beers. Chit chatted about it. So I'd like to thank everybody who tuned in. All of you that commented. Um, for those of you that are new tuning in here that are just checking this out or caught this on Twitter or caught this somewhere else and you made your way to the YouTube page, make sure you click below and subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Do it now. Don't say I'll do it tomorrow or I'm going to wait and see what they got. Do it now. Just do us a favor and do it now. You won't regret it because I'll tell you what. I sound like now it's going to sound like this is like a, a PBS channel 11 plug at this point. Like for only $5, this is what you're going to get. But anyways, the bloodline entertainment network is going to provide you entertainment all through the week. You're going to see some fireworks on some shows. You're going to see some great content. You, you are going to a lot. You're going to learn everything you want to know about wrestling. You're going to learn about MMA. Obviously some fantasy sports, some baseball are going to get thrown in there. You're going to the Phillies podcast. It comes at you in all directions. So make sure you subscribe to the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Also, make sure you go to the website. Um, the website has all kinds of stuff. You're going to find my rankings on that website, right? You're going to find tiers on there. You're going to find articles. You're going to find breakouts from, I talked about from baseball at this point. But we're also going to do football. I'm going to give you sleepers and busts in football at this point. You're going to hear about entertainment, anime, comic stuff, betting on MMA, the whole nine yards, mock drafts. What am I missing on the website? What else is on there? Yeah, it's sports, wrestling, entertainment, podcast for days, baby. Bloodlinenetwork.com. Go to the website. It has everything. It's a one-stop shop for entertainment. It's going to give you your sports and entertainment needs. So go to bloodlinenetwork.com. Tim, where can they find you and what you got coming up? Yeah, at the Tim King Show on social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, at the Tim King Show on all major audio platforms right here on YouTube. Of course, Bloodline Entertainment Network, where we are right here on Roto Slappers and bloodlinenetwork.com for all your sports wrestling and entertainment needs and i am streets you can find me at streetsathon on twitter you can also find me here at the roto slippers at the bloodline entertainment network um 
Yeah, make sure you do follow me on Twitter, though. You'll have some fun with that. A lot of funny videos and funny really pictures will. on that one. So, But we will see you Monday night, 8.30, Fantasy Baseball Podcast, the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast with Big Texas Blake Kendrick himself. We're going to recap the week, um, preview the week. Oh, tomorrow also dropping is the, the deuces comes out tomorrow. So I'll make sure that that article gets out so you can all can see that. So you'll see the two start pitchers for the upcoming week. I'm probably going to have less streamers than I had this past week because offense is up in Major League Baseball, like bonkers up at this point again. So I'm not too comfortable streaming a lot of guys, but that's just a quick preview on this one. We'll get more into baseball on the other one, but I just wanted to give you that. So yeah, deuces will be out tomorrow. Um, and I'm going to introduce something new, the fantasy baseball primer also this week. So stay tuned to that on Monday. Yeah. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up here. Um, but yeah, thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for tuning in. Thank you, Tim, for coming on here and blabbing about wide receivers with me. Um, Thanks for having me, brother. (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. I've got something for you.